Welcome to Smart in the City, the Babel podcast where we bring together top actors in the smart city arena, sparking dialogues and interactions around the stakeholders and themes most prevalent for today's citizens and tomorrow's generations. I am your host, Tamlin Shimizu, and I hope you will enjoy this episode and gain knowledge and connections to accelerate the change for a better urban life. Smart in the City is brought to you by Babel Smart Cities. We enable processes from research and strategy development to co-creation and implementation. To learn more about us, please visit the Babel platform at babel-smartcities.eu. Today, I'm in the beautiful city of Barcelona once again, and I'm at the Smart City Expo World Congress and Tomorrow Mobility. At Babo, we have been working on a really cool project, a very interesting initiative, and a newly created network called CityNet Iberia. Um, we're pleased to manage the secretariat of the network and are working to expand the network and make it focus on very meaningful topics for our ambassadors and for the other members. Civinet Iberia is the local network of Civitas in Spain and Portugal, whose central purpose is to promote sustainable mobility in both countries through exchange between key actors, community building and training. This network will boost collective expertise, equipping cities with the necessary tools to put mobility at the heart of decarbonization. If you want to know more about the network, stay tuned. At the end of the episode, we'll also share more details on how you can get involved. And of course, we'll link everything in the show notes. Um, also, I have to give thanks to Fiera Barcelona, the organizers of the Smart City Expo, for, for inviting us to also be media partners here and for recording the podcast episodes here. So... I am pleased to introduce you to two of our ambassadors from our network, representing both the Spanish and the Portuguese side of this multilingual network. Um, first, I have Pedro Moreira. He is the head of Transport Authority and Mobility Management at the city of Braga in Portugal. Welcome, Pedro. Thank you. Thank you for your invitation. And I'm very glad to be here. Happy to have you. Um, and next up, I have Cristina Alvera Surakena. She's the CEO of Las Rosas in Nova, which is the municipal company of the city council of Las Rosas. Welcome, Cristina. Hello. Thank you very much. A pleasure to be with you today. Yeah. Pleasure to have you. Um, so I have a little teaser question to get us started. Um, and it's a very silly question. Um, it's if Braga and Las Rosas were animals, which animals <laughs> would they be and why? <laughs> Uh, Pedro, would you like to start? Well, that's a tricky question. <laughs> I think I'm gonna say a tiger. Yeah, because I think <laughs> this kind of animal really dominates the 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 the. The jungle. The jungle, exactly. Yeah, the jungle Sorry. of smart cities, yeah. The jungle of smart cities, yeah. and the cities are really a jungle of mobility. So I think tiger. the tiger will be my option. Braga the tiger, yeah. I like it. All right, Las Rosas, which Las animal? Las Rosas are the lion. I would have said uh, the lion, yeah, yeah. that's my first uh, idea. Yeah, because of the strong uh, strengthening of the animal and the living as well. Yeah. Because Las Rotas is now known in Spain as the... Um, 
I, sorry for the <laughs> the word, but the the leader of the innovation in Spain and yeah. smart city issues and and sustainability and so on. So we feel like a lion in the jungle as well. Yeah, leader <laughs> leader of the pack, right? Well, you're the lion yeah. of like the safari, and Braga can be the tiger of the jungle, of the right? Jungle. Okay, exactly. perfect. So we are firstly. Uh, align perfect perfect i love it um so i want to start off with uh giving the the audience a little bit of intel into your backgrounds your stories what led you into your role um today so um pedro would you would you like to start and give us a little info about you yes uh, briefly i'm my my main degree is on industrial management uh, that is the kind of degree that helps us to understand uh, how the, the 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 systems work, mm -hmm. and uh, we have this logistical part that I uh, get more in detail with my master's degree in transportation. So uh, after that, mobility was uh, just a natural step in my in my career. Then Braga is one of the most interesting cities in Portugal to work on in, on, on these types of subjects. So uh, for me, it was also a pleasure to start working on that in Braga uh, in a period of several changes, also national level and regional level. So uh, I'm happy to, to follow all these new developments uh, together with uh, with uh, our citizens in yeah, the city. Absolutely. And so you're not from Braga originally, but you work there now. Yeah, I'm not from Braga, but I work there uh, for a long right now uh, for more or less 5 years. Very good. And uh, right now uh, I really feel that uh, Braga is the, the 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 place to to do things in mobility. Very good. Yeah. And you're everywhere and really um, engaging with so many important stakeholders internationally as well. So obviously a very good um, asset for Braga to have is uh, yourself. You. So um, Christina, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background and your role. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a PhD engineer and I have been working in innovation projects uh, the last 20 years in an international company. And now I'm the CEO of uh, the municipal company of innovation in the city of Las Rozas. So my background is all in innovation. So, and Las Rozas Innova is, um, is in charge of developing and carrying out the innovation projects in the city, and which is a medium-sized city, Las Rozas. It's in the outskirts of Madrid, the capital. So it has an interesting place uh, to commute and to, uh, to have the mobility system. The municipal uh, company develops projects of sustainability, mobility, sustainable mobility, energy, digitalization, entrepreneurships as well. And it also implements processes of public procurement of innovation and uh, energize the ecosystem as well, always in the context of uh, innovation. And as you can see, we are the tool that the city council needs to implement to be the forefront uh, of the city and new projects and the smart city. Yeah, yeah very yeah. interesting how this relationship works between uh, Las Rosas Innova and the city of yeah. Las Rosas yeah. as well. So, yeah, tool. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, good. So um, 
let's dive in a little bit to to the Civinet. Um, Pedro, what do you think? Um, you're involved in, I know, many EU initiatives, networks, that kind of thing. Um, why do you think it's important for Braga to be a part of the Civinet Iberia? Like, what extra value can it bring? Well, um, first of all, um, being part of these EU networks and initiatives uh, naturally brings lots of advantages. Firstly, in financial terms. So we're talking about a, a country or a city that still needs support to, to develop uh, the projects and to implement concrete actions in the, in the field. So we need resource support uh, from the EU. That's vital for our development. And being part of these networks, we can have access to, to, to cities also that have common issues, that have common common problems and um, we need to find between them some partnerships. Um, sometimes we find cities that not only have those common problems but they know how to solve things and they are right in the, the, the process of solving things. So we can always count on them to teach us or we can obviously transmit our knowledge to other cities. Um, and this, this is the kind of thing that makes this completely different from working alone. Working alone, sometimes we are very close to, to, to make things happen. So we, if we work in a network with partners from other cities, from other countries, we get to know each other in this kind of networks. We realize if there is some empathy and common ways of working, uh, this would obviously add value to the cities. Um, for regarding CVNet, the very portal, we know that there are always some cities that are not, well, they are less active in this kind of networks. So CVNet can bring, can be a channel of bringing together some cities that are more local, are smaller, but mm -hmm. uh, if they are together, they will understand that being together allows them to raise their voice and to find uh, common projects that could be uh, really supported at national or international levels. So there's a need for big cities to find solutions between other cities, smaller cities that uh, sometimes are at, at the upfront of the development. But at the same time, there's a need of smaller cities to learn and to, 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 to go to, to bigger cities and bring the, the, the solutions for their own reality. So this network is vital and Signet uh, Iberia uh, can bring it for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited to see the next steps. Um, we just started really at the beginning of this year with the network. And I've, it's so exciting to already see so many active ambassadors like yourself. So I'm really excited for the coming years and seeing how we can really bring in those cities who maybe aren't usually in the forum of these type of events and in the in these networks. So um, and thank you, of course, for your help in, in doing mm -hmm. that. So um 
Christina, I, I want to talk a little bit more about innovation because this is really your your field. Thank this you. is what you do. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and so how do you think that innovation and digital transformation is shaping the way your city is tackling central challenges? Um, and how can you ensure that it's also accessible? Mm-hmm. Well, you asked me about Las Rozas, but in fact, at this moment, it would say, I would say that many cities in Spain are running in this race for innovation, for incorporating the best and newest technology in their territories. Yes, we are, yes, every city is in, in this race. Uh, but well, Las Rozas has been able to anticipate a little bit and provide mechanisms for two things. One, uh, the city can incorporate innovation in the services uh, it provides to citizens, and another to be quick. Uh, because although it may seem obvious, the management ad- in the administration is very, very slow. And it's mm-hmm. not so easy that something that could be implemented or developed in a reasonable time uh, in, in the end becomes obsolete because of the time that the administration manages. So La Rotas Innova as a public company, a public company, but a public um, enterprise in reality is the tool that the city needs uh, to, to implement these things. No? So it was decided to create this uh, public company, La Rozas Innova, and a public entity that develops innovation and also manages it, not only uh, buy something, buy a product. So it incorporates projects, as I mentioned before, innovation projects as services with uh, artificial intelligence, blockchain or deep learning for energy management or to take care of people as well with this uh, AI uh, technology. Or for example, it launches carpooling or carcering projects always in the the La Rojas company. Or transport on demand, for example, digital twins. So all these kinds of technologies, new technologies, innovations and so on, applied to the citizens, applied to to the city, but through the public company. So as well, as money is, un, is not unlimited, La Rozas Innova also um, is in charge of the fundraising. So in the last two years, it has raised funding the project's worth more than 20 million euros because we as well uh, go to European projects, next generation funding, and so on. So yeah, money is important. <laughs> <laughs> money yeah. is important, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Um, and, and Pedro, can you tell me a little bit more maybe about a specific project that you're working on that you want to kind of highlight in this in this episode? Mm, yes, I, I, I think that I, I can refer because it's a very interesting project, a project that was developed last year in Braga called Pacification. Uh, that project was um, um, supported was supported by by European funds, um, and it mainly uh, allowed us to um, to reward the use of bicycle in the city. So we had this system that uh, can monitorize the, the, the bike users in the city and can reward their shift from the car to the bicycle. So as as much as they cycle, as much as they want money, real money, uh, vouchers to spend in, in our local shops. And um, the main difference between this project and some others that uh, I, I, I knew 
Meanwhile, is that this one has a double certification of the, the, the ride. So the ride was certifi certified by the, the, the app and by the cell phone, but at the same time, it was certified by the um, uh, beacon that was put in the, each bike so that this double check will allow us to know exactly how many kilometers that users ride. So right now we have data from at least 500 cyclists uh, in the city that we are using to understand where are the main lanes or the main streets that cyclists use and then to improve the, the conditions for cycling in, in those streets. So uh, there is a main construction work right now in Braga, in, in one of our main streets that is that was justified, at least that part of cycle lanes by the use of cyclists in this project. We, did, we discovered that that street uh, particularly was one of the most used streets, even without the cycle lane. So then you could get buy-in to, to put better infrastructure up based exactly. on that data. So we are yeah. following the idea of a data-driven decision. So mm -hmm. we are using data to uh, improve the decisions that municipality make. Really interesting project. Thanks for sharing. Um, and uh, did you see people really get excited about getting the money, the vouchers? A lot. Yeah. Really <laughs> like, hey, money. Money, money is everything. Like, money is everything. And there was uh, this ranking and people were fighting to get to the top of the <laughs> oh, ranking. Cool. Uh, even if that ranking doesn't bring them more money because they, they wanted to be the first one. Mm -hmm. So the, there is also this gamification process <laughs> that it was quite interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, so we had these different levels of analysis like the data, but also... The, the, the social impact, uh, how people uh, from the beginning to the end of the project uh, start using bikes for, for good uh, at their everyday, um, uh, for their everyday commute. Yeah. So uh, it was a very interesting project. Really cool, really cool project. Now we've solved uh, b user behavior problems, right? Just mm -hmm. give people money and then they'll change their behavior. That's the lesson? <laughs> That's the lesson. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that the lesson is we need to support people on their change of behavior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, their behavior change must be supported somehow. If, it's, if it is with money, if it is with, uh, with being... Because there are other studies that uh, show us that if you can change our behavior for at least three months and we discover that change of behavior, it's good, uh, you, you will maintain that change of in behavior. Three months. Yeah, because they get in the habit. Yeah. Get the mm -hmm. habit. Mm -hmm. So we had this project, this pilot project for four months, mm -hmm. and 30% of the people that use the, 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 the specification and start using bikes mm -hmm. kept that uh, that uh, habit after the project even without money so mm -hmm. we need we needed that boost to make them change from their car to to, to the bike 
Very interesting. Cool project. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, uh, Christina, also, I'm wondering what maybe projects or in different ways um, Las Rosas can serve as an example for other cities. What what lessons have you learned that can be passed on to other cities? Well, the, the very creation of the innovation company is an agile mean for innovation. Yeah. It's been studying in by other cities. So that's mm -hmm. true. It's not a foundation, it's not an innovation agency. Uh, being a company has its advantages. But on the other hand, creating the atmosphere of innovation, connecting the ecosystem of companies and academia, generates talent that it con it's being consumed in uh, by, by ourselves, by the company, by the city, but also exported to other companies. And it's a very good self-growth model. That's true. We, we try to... to to create this talent uh, with the with all this atmosphere of, of innovation with the companies and so on. There is also an idea of adding municipalities around Las Rozas to take advantage of the synergies because uh, with the technological Madrid West, I mean, I am going to explain the MOT, Madrid Oeste Tecnológico in Spanish, that is tricky word, the MIT in Massachusetts Institute of Technology, the MOT. We have created a region with four municipalities that is in the west of Madrid, Madrid Oeste Tecnológico, that has the same characteristics, the same quality of life, quality of um, education and so on, to make synergies with the universities, the companies, technological companies and so on, to create this other atmosphere of innovation as well to boost uh, projects, innovation projects. So the MOT is our um, main uh, project, I mean, uh, just now to, to boost and to, to continue to launch uh, innovation projects in a region, not only in the municipality, <clears throat> and uh, could have multiplied the positive effects that innovation could have, could have in the municipality. And I could tell you that Las Rozas leads group, um, groups of um, working sessions in RECI, in the Red de Ciudades Inteligentes of Spain, RECI. So we export our knowledge and our experience in this net as well to continue with these projects in our municipalities around Madrid and around all Spain. So we involve them in bigger projects. So, yeah. Yeah, very good, very good examples to share with other cities, of course. So, um, what uh, what do you think? Um, maybe to both of you, um, what do you think would be the advantages of having an entity like Las Rosas Innova as a company versus as maybe just an innovation office within the city? What are those advantages of having the company? Well, as I said, uh, having a municipal company, it's an advantage uh, overall to speed the processes, mm. the procedures and the um, purchase procedures, I mean, because the administration is so long, so so um, slowly uh, movements. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you take so many time to... Um, yeah, to, to get so long to, to yes. have anything. So, yeah, uh, to have a a public company is the it's much faster. But yeah, it's, uh, it belongs to municipalities, so it's the same. But the procedures are, are different, so mm. yeah, it's a very very good advantage. Yeah, and I think like uh, La Rosa Sino is the only public company of innovation that uh, exists in Spain. So it's only for innovation projects. I mean, the, all the other services to the citizens are already done with the municipality. 
because yeah. he itself is the municipality. So yeah. <laughs> it's a very good idea, a good but, structure but you, to, to you speed do, up. The, the innovation, the other thing that could not have been um, immediate or necessary or so on, it's innovation. So a poor city doesn't don't do innovation. But uh, to um, align the innovation in, a, in another company, public uh, company, it's a very good idea. Yeah, and it works. We can. It works. <laughs> we can demonstrate. We have the we have the pilot here in Spain, yeah, and yeah. yeah, it works well. We're Good. Fine. Yeah, thanks. Uh, speed mm. is so important right now when we're facing such uh, fast targets. Let's say so. Yeah, very good tip there, um, Pedro. What do you think? Um, when you're speaking about Praga, what comes to mind as kind of your biggest challenge or need? that Braga is facing, especially when it comes to sustainable mobility, of course. And um, what steps is Braga kind of taking to encourage uh, these changes? Well, challenges are several, but um, regarding sustainable mobility, I would say that uh, we are talking about reducing the number of cars in the city. <laughs> well, Nobody else has a similar challenge, well, I'm sure. Uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah, it's not the purpose itself, but yeah. uh, it's the problems that the cars bring to the city. Yeah. Okay. So right now we have like seventy percent of our movements, of our um, commuting is made by car. Mm -hmm. Like we have like sixty percent of our movements in the city. Um, above three kilometers are made by car. So yeah. we don't even have these short distances uh, made by other modes than not the car. So um, one thing takes to another. We have a lot of cars, so we have these problems with public transportation system because uh, we are not this big city. We are a medieval city, so our streets are narrow we cannot put um, streets dedicated to only buses or only public transportation if we don't give them solutions to uh, make their everyday uh, movements without their car so to reduce car that's a challenge but we have to improve the other the other modes of transportation and right now we are improving cycling. We are implementing several kilometers of cycling lanes. We are improving and modernizing our public transport company. Uh, we are making best, uh, more service, more, more buses with newer buses, electric buses. Uh, we are, right now we have more or less 30% of our fleet is electric already, but we think that uh, in the next 2030, we will have 100% of the fleet to be electric. Um, okay, that kind of thing doesn't remove cars, but gives comfort, comfort to the passenger. That's one of the things that the passenger needs most, to feel comfortable in their everyday um, uh, travel. So um, it's not easy to, to answer to your question, but <laughs> if we start to remove cars, if we start to uh, have less cars in the city, we will have 
no traffic uh, traffic jam we will not we will have better public transportation we will have space for cycling so we have to make this this progresses in the in the next year so and what you're doing is giving everyone money <laughs> that's in the a, steps you're taking in a, in a, in a pilot way but <laughs> money is an essential part of yeah that. of course people need to understand that if they use public transportation for their everyday uh, travel uh, they will not spend as much as they spend in their car car yeah a car is expensive the the fuel is expensive Uh, the car needs parking that is expensive. So there's a lot of money issues here uh, that uh, the city uh, needs to um, give other alternatives to the, to the citizens that are, that are with lower co costs and makes the, 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 the same way uh, that uh, the car makes. And more healthy. And more. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, obviously. very important, of course, too. Uh, yes. It's demonstrated. At, yeah. at the end, the challenge is not to reduce cars. Mm -hmm. The challenge is to improve the quality of life of mm -hmm. the citizens. Exactly. So uh, that's the main goal. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it's, not, it's not a challenge. It's our goal is to improve mm -hmm. the quality of lives of mm -hmm. the citizens. We understand that the car is against the quality of lives of the citizens. So if we understand that, we need to act on that. Exactly. Yeah. Ways that way. Yeah. Well put to differentiate that, the goal and the challenge. So um, I want, um, because the, the CiviNet is, is very focused on this kind of collaboration between Spain and Portugal. Um, and I want to ask you both, what do you think can be done to foster more collaboration between Spain and Portugal? Yeah, networks like CBNet helps a lot to share experiences and not to start from scratch in many initiatives. I mean, uh, it's not good to start from zero, but having another example as you, as Braga, uh, to start with uh, already experiences demonstrated and so on, and making policies that uh, has already have already been successful. But that's true that there are other alternatives, um, for example, ICC, International City Challenge, uh, not only with Portugal, but also, but with other, country, other countries and cities in the rest of the European countries. And Horizon Europe projects as well, because uh, there you can collaborate with um, uh, many other countries and cities in the same topics. And even you can get money <laughs> because all these nets uh, are financed. <laughs> so yeah. you you ask for money and you submit your proposals and you can get money to in, to implement this kind of policies with uh, real projects, uh, implementations, maybe with units, if you need as well uh, infrastructure or, I don't know, other things, uh, you can be financed. Uh, it's not exclusively with um, Portugal, but but as well. Yeah, so, yeah. And for the, the uh, there are some I, we have said before. We have uh, in Europe uh, um, calls only exclusive uh, for the south of Europe, yeah. the southern countries of Europe. So we have characteristics, uh, similar characteristics, and. And we are connected in our railways and exactly. transport, so it's it's uh, obvious to 
to implement projects in the sense. Makes all the sense. Yeah. yeah. Is language, um, language is similar, but it's still a little bit of a challenge no. between you all? No, no, no. no. Well, it's fine. It is, it is a challenge, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, it happens a lot to mm -hmm. conversations between Spanish and Portuguese people to speak in English. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, if you are, if you make the effort, you can yeah. understand the main percentage of the co the conversation. Yeah. But that's true that it's not exactly. But the, the problem same, so. is from the Portuguese side. Um, uh, we don't make ourselves understood. <laughs> no, <laughs> at all. Yeah, Portuguese no, sounds all. a little bit more like mumbly to <laughs> me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you think so? Everyone understands Spanish, but no. it's <laughs> not so easy to understand. No. But I, I think that is not a barrier and is something that connects yeah. us. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think that uh, our countries are neighbor countries. Mm -hmm. uh, we divide a lot of history. Mm. We share a lot of mm. traditions, a mm. lot of ways to look at the, the cities mm -hmm. and look at the, the, the worlds that are common. So uh, I, I really think that if we, as a Portuguese city need to find similar examples in Europe. First thing to do is look at Spain. Mm. Look at Spain, try to understand because the realities are much more alike than uh, if we are going to, I don't know, if Braga goes to Helsinki to okay. try to, yeah. to do <laughs> and try to yeah. compare things, yeah. the way of living is totally different. Yeah, yeah that's true. Between Spain and Portugal. We are much more close. And in the frontier, there are many people who uh, goes from um, CDC in Portugal, uh, come to Spain to work and come way, back yeah. at night and things like that, because yeah. it's really near. Some some cities are really, really near in two different countries, but they need to, to connect themselves. We, we yeah. have so, a trans-frontier region exactly. in Chab, in the north of Portugal, yeah. to, to, to Galiz, I think. There's a there's a trans frontier community mm -hmm. that works yep. in both sides of the frontier. Yeah. So we are quite close. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and mobility is actually one of the best ways to mm -hmm. to connect us too, exactly. right? Yeah, exactly. So to connect the two countries, so, yeah, needs to connect. Yeah, mobi mobility exists to connect. Exactly. So. <laughs> uh, exactly. If, if we are so close, yeah, yeah. yeah, we need to be connected. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Very, very good words. Now, the last, uh, the last uh, full question in my interview that I have is really around um, a fun exercise. So, if you have three words to describe how you want your city to develop by the year 2030, um, what would those words be, Christina? Um, I think sustainable uh, as well, accessible, uh, maybe digital. Yeah. <laughs> Pedro? <laughs> well, for me, I don't know if it's for my way <laughs> of thinking. Uh, for me, I, I would love to have a city that is calm, it's green, and it's enjoyable. Yeah. Can we take so, the six? Yeah. Instead of three? <laughs> yeah. Can we make the match? You, you also yeah. want Las Palmas yeah, to be calm yeah, and enjoyable yeah. and green. And, <laughs> I really want also Braga to be sustainable, accessible, and digital. So. Yeah. Okay, I allow it. Six, six, for, six combined, right? Because you're better together. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> 
Very good. Um, I want to ask you if there's anything else that we missed today in the conversation. I like to give the guests an open floor in case you really feel like you have something that you're passionate about. You don't have to take it. Um, do you ha- did we miss anything in the interview? Okay, (laughs) perfect. Don't have to take it then. All right. Um, With that, then we'll just roll into our next segment, (laughs) which is called Roll with the Punches. It's my favorite segment actually to do. It's really fun. (laughs) Christina's worried about it. Roll with the Punches. Answer this or that questions quickly and with your first instincts. So Pedro, you'll answer first and then Christina, you will follow and then we'll just go quickly through. Um, And then at the end, if you want to explain any of your answers, you can. Are you ready? No. Exactly, no. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Active mobility incentives or shared mobility systems? Shared mobility systems. Yeah, I agree. Shared mobility system. Autonomous vehicles or improved public transport? Improved public transport. Autonomous vehicles because they are more innovative. (laughs) (laughs) Pedestrian zones or green corridors? Pedestrian zones. Green corridors. Green and calm. Green and calm. (laughs) Electric cars or hydrogen fuel cell vehicles? Mm. (laughs) I would go for hydrogen. Hydrogen. Mm-hmm. The electric ones, because it's the... Just now, we are in that. A sailing ship or a hot air balloon for intercontinental travel? <laughs> a sailing ship. I don't have... An air, uh, air balloon? <laughs> balloon. Electric bikes. <laughs> <laughs> not allowed, not allowed. No, Betty ports. <laughs> Uh, we'll go with balloon for you, yeah? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Teleportation or time-traveling trains? Time-traveling trains. <laughs> time-traveling trains, okay. 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 <laughs> i go with you. Oh, at least if they are not Portuguese-style trains. Yeah. <laughs> Mediterranean Sea or Atlantic Ocean? Oh, <laughs> Both. <laughs> Not allowed. Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Atlantic in Portugal is too cold. Too cold. <laughs> oh, that's true. But has the fruit of the mer, the marisco, better. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Very good. Do you want to explain any of your answers? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you just leave it at that, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect, perfect. Don't worry, we won't uh, quote you on this later on. So, <laughs> no, but you committed to hydrogen vehicles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Now we're to the final question. And it's a question we ask every single guest in every single episode. And it's the question to you what is a smart city? Okay. Uh, if I can start. Of course. Yes. Yeah, let's go ahead. Well, for me, a smart city is a city that can offer the citizens the best quality of life with the minimum impact on the planet. I could like my city to be an extension of my own house. Mm. Mm, a balance between security, comfort, technology. But aside, if I were in my house, in my living room, 
It's an extension <laughs> of your living room. Exactly. Yeah. Extension Feel at of my home. Own house. Yeah. yeah. That's a really smart city. Yeah. <laughs> be great. You must have a very smart home. <laughs> I'm big. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, well put. Um, I love that question because I always get really interesting um, examples and answers. Um, so with that, that's all I have for you today. I hope that um, you also enjoyed yourselves a little bit. I really enjoyed talking to you. Um, thank you very much for, for joining me today and for sharing your insights and experiences. Um, and also, I want to give a little um, shout out if you are a city or other stakeholder interested in getting involved with the CiviNet. We will put the respective links in the show notes. You can reach out to us directly, get involved with these great people here. So... Thank you very much for joining us today. Um, I hope you come back sometime onto the podcast. <laughs> Thank well, you to you. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. The pleasure was all mine. And to all of our listeners, don't forget you can always create a free account on babel-smartcities.eu and you can find out more about projects, solutions, implementations, and more. So thank you very much. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you at the next stop on the journey to a better urban life. 